and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer, half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now has joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a warforged artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but I've since left and resumed an adventure with my mouth friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild and I am helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Sharma, the Yuan T. Sorlock, um, who is traveling with the Tempest Adventuring Guild, trying to find the other half of her soul, who is hiding somewhere away, far from reach. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yevon, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. I'll give it a second so that we've got to come across and the camera's still up. That's right. Nah, not yet. Not yet. Wait for it. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Hello! Hello! Mwah. It's so good to see your lovely faces. How you doing? Hello, hello, we're back. Hello. It's us, it's the Lost Archives. We're here, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. We're joined by our guest character, Tom, who's playing Baldor, returning for another session with us. Unfortunately, Haz, who was playing Akani, couldn't join us tonight. He had something more important to do, he said. Wouldn't tell me what it was, so clearly a sleep-in and some beer on the couch. But that's okay, we will carry on without him. Um, he did ask me to give his character a send-off. I sent back a gif of a man being shot out of a cannon and he gave me a big thumbs up. So we know how Akani's going to depart this session. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, but no, thank you so much for joining us. We know it's been a little bit quiet over the last two weeks. It's been a fairly busy fortnight for me, but it looks like we are back on a slightly more chill, for me, <laughs> chill um, timetable. And uh, we will be back to very, very regular streaming once again. So I'm, I'm sorry that it's been a bit quiet. I know we missed out the Avatar two weeks in a row but avatar legends will be back tomorrow night we'll be using the new uh vtt that we've been using since last time the avatar beyond legend so we're very very excited to get back into that and um it'll be really great to be back into avatar uh any other news from the week um the mead's looking good i've had a lot more lees settle down so i'm gonna i'm gonna put it across so i'm gonna um do it one more time i'll um move it across into a new container forgetting the name for that siphon it there's a specific term, racking. I will rack it across into a new picture one more time and hopefully it will clear out and go nice and clear. And then we can uh, we can enjoy it. I've bought some tiny bottles that I can send out to each of the cast. So you guys can have some have some meat as well. Hopefully Aww. Australia Post don't check it. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll check the, because it looks suspicious. I'll be honest, <laughs> it does. So we'll check the, it looks like I'm sending you like um, like medicine bottles of some like strange liquid. And if I open it up and smell honey, I don't, actually, no, it's not, I don't, I don't, it's not a suspicious smell, honey, but um, I'll send it out and we'll, we'll enjoy some meat. And then I'm going to put a bottle away for a whole year and I will come back and taste it after a year because hopefully it'll be really, really nice. That's the plan. Oh, that sounds oh, mate, super excited. And then um, then I'll start making more. So I've bought another two um, five-liter Demijohns. I'm going to get another whole bunch of mead going as well. So I'm planning to have like five or six 
five litre bottles of mead going at one time and just have mead forever and never have to pay for drinks anymore. <laughs> just buy honey and have mead. That's the plan. That's the dream, right? Um, that's all the news from me. Any fun news from anybody else? I really got into doing resin for the first time last week. Resin. When you say resin, yeah. that's not like a street name for something. No, it's like full on like resin art and shit. Like, oh hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really see it too well. The the can yeah, you hold no, it up in front of your face? Like it down. Yeah, nice. Oh, okay, okay, oh. I can kind of see something there. I've just gone nuts with um. I made about fifty hair clips with my neighbor. So. Nice, amazing. Yeah, what did you do? That's great. That's really cool. Um, are you going to do some... Tips, uh, I would great, be very, very grateful for them. All right. Community, any tips? Pop them in the YouTube comments. Any tips for Ali and her resin art? Let her know. Oh. Any any tips in particular? Or is this something you want to know? Like, it's just uh, I very much have too, the too much gene. And, like, I don't stop when I'm like, I should probably stop here. I'm like, oh, I'll just do a couple more pours. And I'm like, yeah. stopped. I haven't used resin in years. I used to use it for like making like uh, dioramas and models. So oh, I'd use it for like the water. Yo, yeah, yeah, yo. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd build out the diorama, you'd like fill out the riverbed or what lake or whatever, and then you'd fill it out with the resin. And it used to look really good. The only issue I had was it would sometimes go a little bit cloudy. So it's mm. a, little bit, a little bit tricky, but uh, I'm sure there's way better resins now out there. Yeah, I saw a really cool diorama, resin diorama where they poured in the they had different colors of the blue resin and they basically layered it. So they waited until yeah. it had just started to set and then they pour the next lighter shade up. And so it mm. created this incredible um, depth. gradient. Yeah, color gradient depth. And then they had yeah. a little white resin that they just like splooshed on for the waves. It was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Blew my mind. Yeah. Ali, uh, my girlfriend is uh, drying wedding flowers and then putting them into resin. Oh. So she could cool. probably actually uh. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Put oh, you two in contact, and sh- you know you should probably you could probably help each other. Yeah, hell yeah, that's ten so, out of yeah. ten. I'm that's amazing. That's a great idea. So cool. <clears throat> yeah, that's one. That's fantastic. Um, that's that's really cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Jared, are you secretly into resin at all? Every every other cast <laughs> member is. So, uh, <laughs> um, I, I love resin. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's a tick. Thanks. Thanks, Jared. Yep. <laughs> I, um, Back to the have... studio, Tom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. That. All right. Fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Um, all right. Let's do a recap and then let's get balls deep into D&D. I regret that. Um, let's get into wow. D&D. <laughs> so... Um, <clears throat> The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark draconic god, Tiamat, back into the world. Our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group, Mira, Jin, Loki, Yerveth, and Shana, who have travelled to Chiari, the draconic nation, to work against the cult's actions there. Our heroes, however, are on the run. A violent coup led by a group known as the Children of the Tiamat, Children of Tiamat has taken control of the city of Elixir. The five elder dragons have been poisoned, their only ally in the city, Ambassador Elia, has been captured, and the city is now in chaos. Fleeing deep into the Undercity, the group have joined up with allies, both familiar and unfamiliar, Baldor and Akani, and faced many dangers in the caverns below Elixir. Our heroes, however, are now in the Citadel, having travelled through the tunnels into the heart of the Draconic Government and the location of the imprisoned elder dragons. 
Having snuck past a young white dragon guarding the elder dragon cells, the group are now freeing the numerous dragonborn held captive in the prison beyond. We left off last session as Akani, recognizing one of his fellow dragonborn equalist members, Daug, has uh, gotten, yep, named by Haz, thank you for that, Haz, uh, has gotten Yerveth to unlock the cage and free him. Um, Jin has been, because Jared, you weren't with us last session, were you? No. No. So Jin has been essentially helping guide the guy, like the rest of the party through um, the prison cells. You were kind of the one taking the charge on, on making sure people were safe and keeping an eye on the white dragon as you snuck past. The white dragon, for, for record's sake, was taunting the elder dragons locked within the cells. The elder dragons um, seemed very lethargic, something very wrong with them. Uh, a gold male, green male, bronze female, black male, and silver female uh, all locked in cells, all looking... Their scales quite done and greyed, their eyes half awake, looking for all the world like they were close to death. They were something was very, very deeply wrong with them. Uh, and as you guys snuck past, the white dragon taunted the large, the, the ancient gold male uh, dragonborn and actually breathed ice to clamp his jaw shut, causing his head to smash into the, uh, the stone floor. Um, as a bit of a taunt. Um, but you guys managed to sneak past, Jin kind of leading the, the sneaking past, still currently dis, uh, dis, uh, disguised as Shenron, the green dragonborn form that you've uh, you've elected to take on, um, with the gold stars on your forehead, looking for all the world like a... <laughs> I'm sure there's no copyright there we need to be worried about. Um, and yeah, so you guys freed Daug. Um, Akani and Daug had a quick chat about other prisoners. Um, Daug sort of hinting that he had seen or, or observing that he had seen a number of other prisoners, a mixture of the equalists there, some who were loyal to the children of Tiamat, sorry, some who were loyal to the equalists and then had been taken away by the children of Tiamat when the children of Tiamat sort of took control of this organization, as well as just some actual criminals. Uh, and Daug has basically gone through and gone, uh, free, free, leave caged, leave caged, free, free, <laughs> free, leave caged, definitely leave caged. Fuck me. He killed a number of children, leave caged, um, and like Fuck went down along the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, this this prison underneath the Citadel is for the worst of the worst. These are people awaiting execution or who have been disappeared by the Draconic government. Um, most of the prisoners here are pretty horrific. Uh, their crimes have been awful and they yeah, are basically on, on death row here. Um, capital punishment is alive and active in the Draconic Nation. But it looks like since the children of Tiamat and the cult have taken control, a number of the equalists who were loyal to the equalist cause and were fighting against the children of Tiamat trying to prevent the corruption have also been disappeared and have been jailed down here as well. You can see Akani is very excited, sort of recognizing people going, oh my God, I thought you were dead. I, I, I thought you'd been killed. And reuniting with a number of his equalist friends and, and family, people who he was very, very close to. Um, as Akani sort of rushing around to talk to people, Daug comes back over to the the three of you, or four of you, I should say, um, Baldur's there too, and goes, right, so uh, you seemed interested before about the two prisoners I noticed, uh, a, a dragonborn and um, some sort of construct were, were brought past the cells uh, only a few hours ago um, and, and, and taken away deeper into the into the catacombs. Are they, are they friends of yours? You seem to be fairly interested in them. Most likely, yes. Um, I mean... There probably aren't any, many, too many uh, dragonborns with constructs that have recently been arrested. 
to be against the, the new council. Now it's a awful coincidence. Maybe they'll be on our side. I think so. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it sounded like they were in a bit of trouble. Um, the, the, the construct, uh, as he was walking, there was this weird squeaking, squealing noise coming from him. I was worried that he was going to fall apart. Or it, it, it was going to fall apart. He doesn't say he. He says it. Sorry. I was worried it was going to fall apart. The uh, the dragonborn in front uh, had black scales, but there were these strange, like, red patches where the black, it looks like maybe they'd be damaged or something, or, or, or I'm not sure. I think we better check them out, just to be certain, but it does sound like it's likely our friends. Yes. Anyone opposed? Not at all. You'll want to be heading further down the corridor then, uh, away from where we are here. Um, it seems like you lot are going to be heading on. Uh, Carney, uh, would you... Are you going to travel with this lot or, or stay with me and help me free the Equalists? Uh, Carney sort of looks over, gives you guys a bit of a look, looks back at Baldur. Um, yeah, look, it's been it's been a good road, but the Equalists are my family. I, I can't just abandon them. I, I'll meet up with you guys later, hey? I'm going to get the Equalists out... We're going to see what we can do to, to prevent this. Baldur, it's been a pleasure. Akani holds out a hand to shake your hand. Baldur looks down. Oh, no, he's an equal height as me, isn't he? Yes. <clears throat> looks straight in the eyes. <clears throat> Firm handshake. Firm handshake. Uh, mm. Snake, lady, elf. It's been real. Uh, liar <laughs> gives uh, Jin a wave. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> I just like <laughs> Like, no harm. I, I don't care. <laughs> Dishonored I'm, I'm one. completely unfazed by it. Yeah. As he, like, just is doing all these insults. I'm just waving back with a and, smile. And uh, dis- Dishonored one. Big middle finger. No, he doesn't give you a middle finger. Dishonored one. <laughs> gives you a wave. Um, let's let's kill this cult. Let's kill this cult, hey? Let's, let's get this plague out of my city and let the rule of fair and just law take place once more sounds good to me we'll be right behind you it kind of gives you all a bit of a nod one last sort of look at Baldor. I'll miss having your muscles around did make things a lot I'll easier miss, I'll miss your smart words yes I do I do smart words it is true and then Akani turns begins walking off um, joining the rest <laughs> of the equalists uh they begin opening up the cells, freeing a number of the dragonborn. Uh, the prisoners at this point begin rattling the cages, going, Hey, aren't you going to let us out? If you don't shut the fuck up, I will spear you with my glaive right now. Uh, as Akani lowers his glaive through the through the cell wall, cell bars, the dragonborn sort of looks a bit scared, taken aback, and goes, If I start making a noise, that white dragon's going to kill your fucking friends. Kill you. Akani looks down at the glaive, looks at the dragonborn. Hmm. Which one do you think is faster, my glaive or your screams? As the dragonborn goes to open his mouth, Akani just pushes forward. The glaive goes directly through its chest as his hand then goes forward and grabs its jaw, holding it shut. As he pulls the dragonborn closer, finishes pushing the glaive through and pulls it out. He looks back at your sort of horrified expressions. What? (laughs) What? What? Needed, Needed to be done from the sounds of it. I just keep waving. This this one's an egg breaker, trust me. This is for the best. 
He was going to be executed after this was all done anyway. Pushes through one more time and then lets the body drop to the ground. The rest of the prisoners sort of seeing this, those who are not with the uh, equalists, um, step to the back of the cages, sit down and make no more fuss as uh, Akani puts a bit of a show of force in place. Uh, With that, I pass over to the four of you. You can see the corridor past the cells continues onwards. Um, As the corridor heads slightly downwards at a bit of an angle and it gets darker and darker, you can see that some of the forms in these cages are very emaciated and, and aren't moving. And as you begin moving forwards, um, it becomes pretty clear that some of the prisoners down here have just been left and forgotten and mm. have since passed. Maybe weeks, months, maybe even years ago. Just left. Oh, shit. Do we have an actual map for this or no map? No map for this. Okay. Because I was like, oh, is everyone else on a different map? Okay. That's no map good. for this. We are doing this in the theatre of the mind. Yep. No problem. The, um, the races. The uh, races. Dragonborn? Mostly Dragonborn. Almost exclusively Dragonborn. For sure. For sure. There's like, as, as Baldur looks in, you pass one cage Baldur that, I mean, maybe this was an elf or a human. Hard to say. It's just bones. Um, yeah. Whoever was left here. Yeah. It was a while ago. Not in a good spot. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, source of light. Are we heading into um, pretty poorly lit area? Very so poorly lit area. Yeah. Crack as, as out you... a torch. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Crack out a torch. As you light your torch, it illuminates the dark cells around you, revealing that, yes, indeed, a number of these cages contain corpses. Bodies of prisoners who have just been left here to rot and to decay. Um, it, it's pretty off-putting and that musky smell does kind of make a bit more sense now that scent that's in the air that's been lingering at the edges of your perception as Baldor lights this torch and holds it aloft to reveal the the dark shadows beyond suddenly that scent is recognizable this is the scent of old decay dust and death grim 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 yeah yeah um you're just gonna just look at the ground like this is a pretty old sort of forgotten area but he's just he's a little bit paranoid about running into anything or anyone in these uh, cramped quarters so he's just going to see if he can see if there's been any footsteps in the dust at all or any any sort of like recent movement down these corridors absolutely could i have a survival check please yervis absolutely Nice. 25. Yeah, yeah, not bad. <laughs> yes. Um, bad. The actual floor here outside of the cages isn't very dusty at all. The This is a well-trod area. Um, you can see that there are a number of footprints and scuff marks that have pushed the dust aside. On the edges of the pathway and uh, up against the bars of the cages, dust lined up, dust okay. and decay and, and um, various other sort of bits and pieces of probably what was once old rotted food and things like that. But the center of the pathway clear and you can actually see with that 25 and with the light old bloodstains and drag marks occasionally where things have Mm. been pulled along this corridor uh, or brought here Uh, wow yeah pretty grim okay Hmm. um i am going to keep a keen eye out for anything shiny on the ground if there happens to be a key or coins or anything in this pathway just anything of interest on the ground that might have been dropped or forgotten or anything yeah okay could i have a perception or investigation check from you please baldor as you as you travel along Mm. 
16. Yeah, Baldur, as you have a bit of a look along, um, no keys, but you do find the remains of what looks to be some sort of brooch. Um, this coiled silver dragon tail, the head and upper body snapped. Um, so hard to sort of know what this originally looks like. And but the backing is still there. And yeah, it looks like it was um, some sort of brooch or some sort of... Um, some sort of piece of jewellery that would clip onto a cloak, uh, maybe mm. once of a, a silver dragon. Yeah, okay. I um, I grab it. <clears throat> um, so just the backing, no gem uh, on the front of it. No, no gems, unfortunately. Um, just the the rear legs and tail of probably a dragon. Yeah, okay, sure. All right, yeah, I nab it and chuck it in my pouch. Absolutely. Uh, you can add broken dragon brooch. To your to your Yay. pouch. Um, to your estimation, Baldur, just so that I don't forget, you can chuck in. It's probably worth about sort of three to four gold pieces. Let's say let's say let's say four gold pieces. I'll be generous. Probably worth about four gold pieces. Um, oh, yeah, because the workmanship's really nice. If it was a complete brooch, probably worth about 10, 12 pieces. But yeah, it's, oh, wow. it's broken. It's damaged. Hard to, mm. hard to value. As you guys continue down the corridor. The light from Baldur's lantern, uh, lantern, sorry, the light from Baldur's torch behind illuminating, um, illuminate the area quite well for you. And the rest of you, I think, all of you have dark vision, I think, except for Baldur anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, this is just providing extra vision. The corridor begins sloping down a bit more abruptly and comes to a set of stairs that go down deeper into the earth. You can see the stairs are actually on a bit of a corner. As you get to this point here, looking down this flight of stairs, about 10 stairs down before it turns towards the left and continues even deeper you can see light coming from ahead of you. Those of you who are in front of Baldur with the lantern and with his torch, you can see that there's light flickering from up ahead. Um, quick question from Shana. As we've gotten deeper into the dungeon, is the floor packed earth or stone? Um, it's almost like a, um, a very tightly packed sandstone, Shana. Most of the area around the Draconic capital, most of Chiari is this very dry desert rock. Uh, and this looks to be no different. It looks like this has been carved out of some naturally occurring large mountain. The whole citadel's on top of this sort of large plateau. Um, I shouldn't say large, not that large, uh, on top of this plateau in the center of the city. And then this looks like it's been carved into the center of it. Actually, um, Uluru is a good um, depiction of what the rock originally was before the citadel was built on top of it. For those of you who are familiar with um, with Uluru in Australia, yeah, it's a very similar... I mean, we all are because we're Australian. But for those of you overseas, yeah, Uluru is a really good depiction. So this dark red yellow and orange rock um, that seems very sandstone-like in appearance. There's my mold earth plans. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, yeah. You, mm. you do get the sense that mold earth probably wouldn't be as effective on uh, on the sandstone. Yeah, uh, is just going to keep his ear out for any like noises or voices or anything, um, any other movements in the... Uh, yeah, the, can I have a perception... Window? Have a perception check, please, my friend. Absolutely. Oh, go on then, you little scout. Alrighty. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-three. I was. I knew it was going to be a good one, because um, it's plus eleven for your perception. So it's it's actually. I think the worst you can possibly roll is a thirteen. Twelve. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve is a that one, so that would be bad. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Not so great. Thirteen. Yeah. 13. Um, yours is twenty-three for this one, though, Yervith. Yes, absolutely. You can hear what sounds like this very rough whistling coming from down below, uh, a bit off key, the sound of metal clinking and, and chains rattling. And then what sounds like, uh, very hard to describe, but with your 23 of it, it sounds like 
something turning, something wooden turning against another wooden structure, this creaking, groaning sound as wood turns, rattling of metal, and then this off-key whistling going... Just coming from up ahead, echoing on the stone walls around you. That's cool. So that's not creepy. Yeah, right. Does the does this mechan this this, uh, this mechanical sound mm. does it sound familiar in any so way? So the metals the metal sound could be chains, it could be manacles. Given where you okay. are, it could be something against iron bars. The wood sounds, you've not really got a point of reference for this, Yerveth. With your with your backstory, with your history, no, there's no real point of reference for you for this sound. Um, in fact, okay. I don't think... I'll just check your backgrounds really quickly, but I don't think any of you would have a point of reference for this sound. No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so n- no. I, I mean, if you point it out to the rest of the group, they can all hear it. Yeah. Probably the only the person who'd be closest to this would probably be Baldur. You'd probably have the most chance of recognizing this up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Obviously, to be able to grind flour into um sorry, to grind wheat into flour and to grind barley into flour. You guys the the Goliaths use water mills. That sound of a shaft turning, that wooden shaft turning, ah. sounds a little bit similar to this, almost like a mill turning. Um, but I don't think the rest of you yeah a creaking wood sound as something turns as everyone stops there as you um, you sort of stopped everyone and started listening we all sort of stopped as well Mm -hmm. this takes me back to some of the mountain I I believe there's some sort of mechanical pressing or gear structure down down ahead uh, maybe, maybe something is being pushed or or spun. Um, yeah, there's some some mechanics down there. Mm. There's also some sort of whistling. I believe we might not be alone down here. We should be on our guard. I hold my um my torch, see the, the light coming ahead, and then just like grab my cloth, cover the torch to to deaden the deaden the light. The the fire goes out. The room is plunged back into that eerie darkness again. With the, the sort of dark falling around you, the light from down the stairs becomes a little bit brighter and a bit easier to see. Now you can make out a shadow, a humanoid figure moving around, but definitely some sort of tail, draconic tail. Looks to be some sort of dragonborn, maybe. Moving around, clustering about, and the sound of that wooden creaking noise. Every time the dragonborn moves away and to the other side of the room, that creaking slows and then stops. And then as the dragonborn comes back, you hear this sort of like muttering and then the creaking sound ticks back up again. Friend or foe, are we thinking? Are we going to go in spells blazing or the diplomatic approach? Well, I think we should consider any creatures moving forward a potential enemy. So... Let's get some quick intel on this thing. Let's have a look at it, and then then we can come up with a attack plan or form of, you know, a plan of some sort. Agreed. We can get a bit closer, sneak on in, figure out what this thing is, and decide what we want to do. Perfect. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I, I'll Not need sure. someone else forwards. 
I was just going to say, I'm not sure what Boulder's sort of vision is, but I think Shana would have sort of picked up that he's the, like, he pulled out the torch to sort of see in that darker area. And so she's just going to sort of take his arm and just sort of help him guide him down the darker areas uh, to make sure he doesn't go, like, the good news is, The good news is you got, you're coming out of a dark area towards an area where light is clearly available. Mm. So Boulder, actually, it's not it's not too bad. Like, yeah, you have to be a bit careful on the stairs, but, I mean, with Shana's help, no problems at all. Shana kind of directs you down the stairs, and as you get to the top of that, Oh, sorry, I should say the bottom of the first set of stairs onto that landing. Boulder, you can see quite clearly now the, the flickering light from the chamber beyond is illuminating the, the stairwell quite nicely. It would have been like the, you know, the large burly man being helped by the, the shorter lady. Here you go, you can make your way through. Well, there's another question oh, yeah. here that we've we've glossed over. How does Shana deal with stairs? Shana has no legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shana has oh, just yeah. a snake bod. So Shana, stairs aren't the most pleasant experience for you. Yeah, you kind of have to like- They're a bit ridgy, I'm not gonna lie. I'm imagining so. Shana puts like the middle part of the tail down first and then like catches up with it. So it's like the, the middle part of the tail goes down a step and then her upper board, <laughs> yeah, comes back and then- Yeah. Cause that's yeah. how I've, I've seen a snake go down stairs once. Cause if they're going head first, they just go vroomp, straight down. <laughs> I'm imagining that she's sort of, um, if you've ever sort of seen like a skier go down like a sort of a slope, she's sort of doing little mini S turns and like sort of making sure that she's got enough oh, yeah. yeah. area on each stair. And she's just sort of going yeah. down like this. <laughs> I'm going to say now it's not the most stealthy approach. Shana going downstairs as a as a as a big snake woman. It's not super stealthy, but that's okay because there is a lot of noise coming from inside the room. Uh, could I have you all please make me stealth checks? Unfortunately, by this point, the pass without trace definitely would have worn off by now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and I should say Eleanor oh, is also yeah. with you. The oh, Shana, that's not good. Baldor, oh, that's not good. That well. Jin, that's not good. Okay, <laughs> so seven for Baldor, eleven for Shana, twenty-four for Yervith. 11 for Jin. That takes your average out to about 14, 15, I think, if my math, my really quick math is correct. Um, above average. It's above average. That's true. It's very it is. average. It is. It's very average. Um, but that's okay. As you guys begin moving down the stairs, the combination of Baldur not 100% being able to see and Sharnak's trying to like guide him down, but at the same time being a bit beholden to the whims of gravity on a serpentine body. Um, as Shana sort of goes whoop, down a step, you pull Baldur forwards and Baldur has to go, oh, <laughs> like to catch up. Um, it's not the most silent, graceful thing. Baldur bumps into the back of Jin. Jin like stumbles forward. Yervith's just at the back face palming hardcore as these very non-stealthy people make a real mess of Yervith's brilliant stealth. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say apart from that. Eleanor well, also close behind you. Because I got pushed in the back. It's not, yeah, it's not on you. It is a little That's bit. That's cool. Um, yeah. Eleanor, Eleanor sort of close behind you. Uh, Yervith sort of looks, goes to try and like grab Baldor's jacket to stop him sort of stumbling forward again. His, uh, his large fur uh, sort of uh, waistband and just misses it in open air. This <laughs> Baldor <laughs> drops down yet again. Eleanor just oh. looks at you apologetically, this Drake form looking up like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the whistling stops all of a sudden. And as you sort of approach the landing, you hear the sound of footsteps approaching the bottom of the stairs. You've probably got like three, four seconds. What do you guys do as the sound of footsteps begins approaching? Clawed toes on stone. Uh, Using minor illusion, can Shana pull out some inspection badges? Uh, Describe them to me. What do they look like? And remember, minor illusion can make one things in a five-foot cube. So you can't really hand them out. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) 
she right. can put it on herself. Yes. As official as possible. Like, I'm assuming she's sort of near the front of the group, um, you know, sort of after falling partially down the stairs of Boulder. But um, it's the crest is just the most generic dragon thing that she can possibly think of. Like, just sort of like dragon head with like claws in the background yeah, or so something. It's like Getty stock image, first free yeah, commercially usable image. Shield. Full-on detective's shield and embossed into the this shield on its like leather backing is um uh federal cell inspectors. Oh um, okay, federal cell oh, inspectors, okay. the FCI. <laughs> I love it. So Shana's really went into that angle. I'm gonna quickly look yeah. and see what she's doing, and I'm gonna yeah. pull out my sketch pad straight away and get my pen out. Like I'm almost like yeah. ready okay. to like sort of inspect things. Okay. The other is you're literally just going to go towards like the back of the corridor, like try to get into the darkness and try and hide. Okay. Yeah. And Boulder? Does dodge roll into the darkness. Dodges backwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, as Boulder just like falls backwards onto the stairs, just goes prone and just drops backwards <laughs> out of sight onto the stairs. Um, Yerveth like has to move from underneath to stop being crushed as Boulder just goes and just yeets himself backwards. Um, yeah. Eleanor dodging out of the way as well. Yerveth, you like crouch down in the shadows. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yep. as well before the person even approaches us. Yes, like I've got my sketchbook in hand, making it look like I have like a pen, a pen and a book ready to go just to re- record things. Okay, um, wearing I'm glasses. Gonna, uh, no, he's not on. in his current form. He's currently <laughs> disguised say, as a green dragonborn. Yep. So I'm going to say, um, <clears throat> you do not um, do very well on stairs, do you? And I say this pretty loud. Okay. Obviously, we've been had. Okay. So fantastic. But I, made it, I want to try and make it sound really casual, yeah, like yeah. as if like we're meant to be there. We're yeah. not like we're not too fast. Well, we're going to let the dice decide how casual you are. For both of you, decide now. I want I want one of you to roll a performance check. The other is helping. However, given the fact that you've had Baldor just drop out of sight and Shana is not looking like a dragonborn, Shana looks like a UNT, it's going to be at disadvantage, so it's just going to be a neutral roll. So decide out of the two okay. of you who would like to roll performance. Okay, Jin, Shana is nominating you. I think, I think that makes sense, given that you are a bard. I'm a bardy okay. girl in a bardy world. Could I also maybe yep. do persuasion? Could I yes, I would that? allow persuasion or performance. Absolutely. Yes, okay, absolutely. I'm definitely persuasion. Yep, no, definitely. It's a plus 13. 20. Pretty good. <laughs> okay, here's what happens. As you guys do this, Ashana quickly like pulls out some badges, not disguising her tail, not disguising any physical aspect about her, creating a tiny <laughs> little badge on her like lapel <laughs> that looks really generic. <laughs> I, I love anything it. about the tail. I love it. I love it so much. Um, and Jin pulls out a notepad and then goes, not doing well on the stairs, are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the footsteps stop and then you see a head crane around the corner. Um, dark blue scales, long horns that have been clearly cut and filed back to make them much shorter. Um very sallow, sunken eyes in this dragonborn's face as he peers around the corner. What? 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 What about the stairs? Who? Who are you? What are you doing down here? <laughs> ah, hello there. Salutations. I am Shenron. Lovely to meet you. This is my companion, and I gesture to um Shana. As you can see, she doesn't have legs. She has a tail, so she has a tough time getting downstairs. 
Lovely to meet you. Very much against occupational health and safety. Thank you very much. Occupation. Where's your ramp? I start jotting things down. (laughs) (laughs) I... What? (laughs) We've been sent by, you know, the big guy upstairs, the big three, you know, big black guy, three three legs. Um, oh, you, you, you know him. We've, we've been sent down here to make sure everything's all kosher down here. Um, yes, and I, I, I look and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> yes. Um, oh shit, his name, he does have a name, but I wasn't around for I, that. No, you guys don't know it yet. Okay. I'm but just you, gonna go with what she said. You, you were told, yeah? I, I, I have been told oh, nothing no. of this. No, no, this is actually, um, this is one of those classic where we sort of pop out the blue. We want to find them in their current state. We don't want them to know we're coming because we want to catch, you know, catch them potentially doing any, we want to make sure everything's going well. It's a surprise visit. I'm, su- I'm, I'm sorry, I think, I think you might be lost. These are the torture chambers. <laughs> yes, no, we know where we are. <laughs> I have to make everything. I have to make sure everything's up to code. Up, up to code. What is well, health and safety sure important that... for torturing <laughs> enemies of the state? Well, it depends. Is Are my rack looking... not clean enough for you? <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He doesn't say that. Well, doesn't say what that. happens? I just if, couldn't resist it. <laughs> what happens if one of the prisoners dies on you, and you don't get the relevant information that you needed? Well, now we can stop that, and you can have more fulfilling torturing sessions. This is just a job. Do you think I enjoy doing the things I have to do? Why? Why? I am so confused by what is happening here. Oh, uh, dear friends, maybe you need a career change. That that doesn't sound like it suits you. Why would you want a torturer who enjoys torturing people? That sounds like a terrible job. For, they would just hurt There's people for no reason. There is a lot of turnover in this department. I would, I will acknowledge that. <laughs> turnover? I have been here by myself for fifteen years. <laughs> well, there you go. My my thoughts exactly. You know how long dragons live for? Fifteen years is but a pittance. I, it's barely some red tape on the dot. He like looks at the corridor you've just come down from this sort of ten foot high ceiling, eight foot wide wall. Do you think dragons come down here? I, this is out of sight of the dragons. They, they would not sully their their minds or their thoughts with such things down here. Why? I'm gonna I'm gonna start just... looking at like a smudge on the stairs and go. Ah, oh, yes, as I suspected. Black mold. Mark that down. I think you'll find that is dried blood. <laughs> I I look closer at it. Ah, oh, you are right. Good one, my my friend. So, um, nice have you had any specific problems that you've been trying to make upper management aware of, but they've just haven't been listening to you? I mean, you said it yourself, and you've been down here for 15 years. I mean, I'm sure you've got some gripes about the, the working conditions. Can I have a persuasion check, please, Shana? Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, me. Perfect. Oh, fuck! <laughs> 12. <laughs> 12. <laughs> okay. I, is this some sort of test? What I, what I, look, I, <laughs> let's go down into the actual torture chamber. Why are we speaking on the stairs? See, no, that's not very polite. Come on, let's have a look what you got down here. Come on. And as, as I you, like gesture for him to come down. Oh, yeah, I'm down I'm, he doesn't put up much of a fight as you just push your way into the room. The room beyond um, 
is like something out of a nightmare. The walls, okay. the room itself, <laughs> the room itself is about 40 foot by 40 foot. And around the borders, you can see a number of much smaller cages designed for holding people for short periods of time. There is a rack, uh, a large wooden device for stretching people along the middle. You can see that there are a number of other quite inventive devices to inflict pain. Not injury to the point of permanent damage, but pain. Inventive, clever little machines made of metal and wood, sharpened, spiked, splintering, all around the room. In fact, one of the devices you can see has a dragonborn in it. The dragonborn appears to have passed out, silver scales marked with a number of cuts and scars. Their arms basically chained to the floor, their legs chained to the ceiling, and cold water running across their body, causing them to involuntarily, even in unconsciousness, shiver every so often. As you can see that they are being essentially water-tortured and water-boarded using this device. As this dragonborn has spoken with you, the water begins to run low, and you can see this large hand crank, this large hand water wheel um, has spun down, and the water no longer is being lifted up to be dripped over this dragonborn. Um, the dragonborn, the silver, uh, silver uh, the white dragonborn, is still sort of occasionally shivering unconsciously um, as the this blue, sallow-looking torturer uh, sort of looks around as you enter. Is are you here to service some of the machines? They are all in good working order. We have had no problems since the uh, the new rope was installed on the stretching device. I'm going to look at one of the older ones and be like, <sighs> look at this. This is ancient. You should see some of the new ones they're rolling out in some of the major cities. Oh, far before. Sort of out of... And I start writing notes again. Must um, mention. You're this dragonborn fellow here upside down. I mean, you seem to still be on the manual system, are you not? <laughs> most, most things are automated these days. I will uh, that. Okay. I, you watch this. He sort of like looks and you see him like stretch his back and shoulder a little bit and goes, yes, my, my muscles have been rather sore from turning this crank for the last three hours. Yeah. Have you had your aura? your uh, union designated break between them? <laughs> or have you just been on for three hours straight? What is a union? Uh, and all of you here in your minds, Akani being like, they don't even have a union! Um, <laughs> Akani in his mind, just so outraged by the lack of representation of Dragonborn. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to quickly check as well for Jared purposes. Yes. Um, we've wandered down this the stairs and we've just encountered this. And into the main room, yep. yep. Okay. So we're not really here with the purpose. We've just stumbled upon this. You can see, both of you can see that there are uh, a number of doors that also seem to lead to other locations. And there's actually a trap door in the ceiling as well. This wooden trap door in the ceiling. There's a door towards the south wall and a door towards the east wall. So as you've entered in, one straight ahead of you and one off to your left. Uh, No, sorry, one off to your right as you've entered in. Um, I would also say that both of you have sort of stepped in and you've had a little bit of time talking and looking around and you are both under the guise of investigating this place. Um, Jin, as you have a bit of a look, you actually see something a little bit familiar. Okay. A small gear, bronzed with vertigrous patterns on it. Very tiny, about 
15 centimeters in diameter on the floor underneath one of these devices. And as you look, you recognize the metal. This looks very similar to the gears that Lockie is composed of. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Fuck. Okay, um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so I'm going to get my notepad out. I'm like, okay, well, so we need we need a bit of a... Um, we need to do a bit of a stock take sort of thing. It's sort of like that. We need to know what... Who has passed through this torture chamber recently? Any names, um, any lists you may have. We need to sort of gather a bit of like your movements and other such things. Um, and sort of the- Your ID the, numbers. Or well, I, I was not here yesterday. I was sent away. There was uh, prisoners of importance that the children of Tiamat wished to interrogate without my assistance and expertise. I was sent Wait, away for most of the day Oh, he, see, he sees you getting a bit upset about it, and it's like, yes, it was unacceptable. These machines are carefully crafted and maintained by me. I, I was very yeah. against being removed. This is not a good guy. <laughs> that's just a god, oh, man. That's a low blow. That's just a low blow. You don't mess with another man's machines. You see, this is why you should have a union. What you've said this word before? What is it? It sounds like unite. What I, I. I'm unfamiliar with this term. Well, to be frank, it's basically a collection of peoples and such who can band together and help each other out and push sort of incentives and other things and equal work rights and all that other stuff. You, you, you're in the dark here. Look at you. You're in the dark ages. Look at these. This technology. Literally. Everything's powered by magic these days. And yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> There were so, torches lit by fire. I mean, your oxygen down here is probably abysmal. He sort of like <coughs> coughs That's a little true. bit and then looks around at the, the wall sconces. <laughs> yes, the smoke exhalation drainage in this room is terrible. No ventilation. I, I note that down. <laughs> yes, ventilation. None of that. And except when they open the trap door. Points up at the roof. Oh, and what is that piece used for? Uh, that leads up into the upper council chambers and the upper prison levels. Is it used for throwing people down, or is it just for purely ventilation? For transporting people who are ready to confess to their crimes directly to the council to confess what? before so they can change their minds. Wait, is this up on the ceiling? Yes, trapped around the ceiling. Okay, so you're telling me that they come up from up in the ceiling, and then what happens? They, a they platform just the lowers the. No, no, they they come from oh, here up. A platform right, good, good. is lowered down on ropes and gears. I prep the interrogatee, put them on the platform, and it is raised back up through the hole in the ceiling. Right, quite right. Good, good, good. And I start. Just, I'm just jotting things down. Mm. Not, I'm not ever letting him look at what I'm writing though, because look, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm probably take, taking a bit of like, I'm probably taking just drawing dicks. His, his things on board. <laughs> <laughs> doing those S things that everyone used to do in high school, in primary school. Ah, oh, the <laughs> the universal S. The universal yeah, yeah. S. Yeah. <laughs> a fun. Stussy or Stussy? What was that? Sorry, Stussy. Is it Stussy or Stussy? Stussy is the clothing brand that it's apparently been uh, referred to. But hey, I've got a fun fact about the universal S. 
it was first drawn as far as we can see as far back as the 1800s. It's been around forever. Oh, oh wow. It's been around <laughs> forever. And every single school in all the world, every single country has records of it and no one has any idea how it's passed. It's it's kind of held up as one of the earliest examples of a meme, a self-replicating piece ah. of information, much like a gene that is just passed around organically. Um, cool. Memed into the mind of teenagers when they hit to the age of twelve. Yeah, when you yeah you yeah. suddenly you suddenly need to draw six lines and two triangles at the top and bottom, and then boom. You, yeah, yeah, you have a lot of core memory. It's yeah. just like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, it's actually it's actually one of the things that proponents of the simulation hypothesis hold up as an example of well, clearly it's a simulation because everyone has this idea all at once. It's like um, it's not that simple, like. It's it's an easy replicatable pattern that's really cool. Of course, it's going to spread. It's like ripe for yeah. spreading. It's it's yeah. But yeah, that's a fun fun fact about the universal S. Cool. Um. So, what is your name? I need I need your name. What what is it? Um. For yes, for purposes of um. Lelmeic. No, I can't. I'll type it in chat for you. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look at Lelmeic and go. So. Hmm. Not the PP is not up to standard. I see. Uh, no P, hard hat. P, no ventilation. He had <laughs> any injuries while you're working. He holds up a <laughs> hand which is missing his pinky finger. Ah, so no first aid kits or anything. I take it. Looking around. Hmm. <laughs> not up to standard. Uh, Do they even have an emergency healing potion in the wall for you? I mean, I, they just I'm let you not down sure if. Potions would work on detached fingers. It was crushed in one of the gears of the, uh, the Iron Maiden. Uh, Points over see, at the uh, Everything <laughs> is automated with magic these days. You don't even need to get your hands dirty like that. Uh, this could have been avoided. I'm surprised. That, I'm honestly surprised that you haven't um, even had like work cover come uh, work safety come past you. And he just again looks know, at really... you blankly. These terms that you're throwing <laughs> around, you don't get the you're sense that Dragonborn are familiar with them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I'm pretty. I don't even, like I, I, they might. This might all be relevant in like Palin and Oxenford. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Palin, Palin yeah, and Oxenford. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The, these there are protections in place for workers. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're talking about um, sort of almost um, steampunk esque London yeah. in the eighteen sort of seventeen eighteen hundreds. Uh, no, Palin and Oxenford, hundred um, percent. It's not very well established, but the magic tech, the the um, technomancy, has allowed for greater protection of people. But yeah, no, you'd get the sense the draconic nations, Chiari, uh, probably a little bit far behind that, uh, given what you've heard already about the, the draconic <laughs> nation. So, uh, mate, uh, just so that we've got, like, our numbers all tallied and stuff down here, but uh, how many uh, persons you got down here in these torture chambers at the moment? Are we sort of at capacity, below capacity, over capacity? points at the one dragonborn on the... <laughs> suspended upside down. I do not know who was here yesterday, but this is the only prisoner I am interrogating today. He's your only... He's your only active resident, like you bet. I'm assuming you've got sort of more storage down that yonder way, or is, is this kind of it? This is it for the moment. And gesturing to the guy. Yeah, yeah. This, so, this is it for the moment. The cult had a lot to do. The, so sorry, tell us, the children had a lot to do yesterday. But tell us who is your current client? As I gestured towards the uh, person upside, hanging upside down. Ah, this is Arjush. 
they have been speaking out against the children of Tiamat for some time in the city, trying to organize a burgeoning resistance. I hear they once worked for a silver dragon, Talia Kanos. Okay, this guy's probably pretty important to actually save. <laughs> mm. Well, okay. Who is your um, clo- who is your current uh, supervisor? Do they re- regularly uh, check su- you often? Supervisor? It is oh just me. Lord. I present people when... Okay. So you were in charge of this whole area. Okay, cool. These <laughs> VIPs that came through yesterday, would you know where they would be uh, stored at now? Would you be privy to that knowledge? I have no idea where they were taken after... They were taken. They were. I didn't even know they were brought in. Okay. Now, out of game, guys. What are we gonna do with this dude? Well, I mean, I was just gonna ask one more question. Um, yeah. And it, I mean, it's, oh, it's sure. kind yeah, of no, jump in. Up. Yep. And then we're gonna but, jump to um, Boulder and Yervith, who've been patiently sitting on the stairs now for about like fifteen minutes. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm doing it. Sound proofing in this room. I mean, what are we kind of talking? Are we like? It would not do for screams to be... Yes, the council would not want to hear screams. It's only you that has to deal with the screams. I mean, no one else can hear them, like... But just you, like, you have to deal with them. Uh, Yeah? The the council would not want to hear the cries of prisoners, although it does do well for other prisoners to hear the sounds coming from in this room. It tends to make them more... I mean, uh, do they ever complain about the sound of your screaming torture victims down here, or...? I think people don't want to know what happens down here. But it is fairly decently soundproofed, then. I guess so. Ah, okay, just just make sure, you know, oh, sure, and okay. all that kind of stuff. Like, make um, sure we're not, we've got multiple claims going before, on. Before you go, Jin, we'll Perfect. jump back to Yervith and Boulder really quickly. Oh, I was actually about to bring him in to see. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Yervith and Boulder. That might make it a bit more, you might make it a bit more, yeah. I, I'll let, let I was them... going to give you a history. You guys have been hearing this yeah. going on now for 15 minutes yeah. or so. Um, yeah. What are you guys doing while this is happening? Because I, I, I imagine you're both a bit confused. I would say, judging by your yeah, reactions during I'm this exchange, confused. yeah. Like, I'm, like, is probably like listening along intently, uh, waiting for like shit to go down. Probably giving a couple of glances at Boulder, like it's going pretty good. This is mm, this so. seems okay. And then I'm like, uh, should we just, should we just knock it down? Well, I'm about to bring. I'll bring you guys in if that's all right. You guys, if you want to do anything, yeah. though, definitely do something. I don't want yeah, to like, yeah. obviously take away any agency from you. No, no, no I'd just be having general banter with with Baldor. Because I'm going to probably, probably say, yeah, go. Sorry, I'd probably say that um, dragons being tortured or dragonborn, dragon move. I don't, can't believe it. Or can I? <laughs> <laughs> Baldur's just philosophizing in the corner. <laughs> just <laughs> philosophizing. Are you still wearing the tiara? Are you still wearing the tiara? Oh my god, he is probably. <laughs> no, it's, <clears throat> it's, um, it's in the bag. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And not to mention, he's probably he's been hanging out with the Carney, so. Well, I'd just say, like, you're, you're the expert. You're, you've been in the city longer than anyone. What's the they can't hear him scream. I think we can do whatever we want to this man. Jesus. Well, I'm about to call you guys in, so if you want, you can come. Oh, well, let's yeah, no, let's 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 let you call them okay. in. Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna have to stop you right there, um, L- L- uh, Lel Mayak. 
I don't know how to say the name properly. Um, guys, can you come down here, please? Um, we just have some slaves and such that are going to go through and do some... They're going to do some measurements and other such things. Um, you know, we use slaves, obviously, um, here in, in our glorious city. Um, I'm going to have to come, make them come through and you... measure things and make sure everything's up to regulation. As you call out, we have some slaves that we use here. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. You have slaves? Well, of course. That's fucked they're, up. They're not dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to say that. That's that's fucked up. Why you have slaves? What what is Guys, this? Come on down here. Need you to check out um all these uh, equipment and such, and make sure they're up to regulation standards. That's that's really these are living, breathing people. That's just fucked. <laughs> I'm sticking well, by it. He says this. We can pay. We can pay them uh, coppers on the silver, but I mean. At what point is payment slavery? I mean, can we give them a copper and then they're no longer slaves? I mean, how much wage? How much wage are they worth? I mean, this is above me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a supervisor. I'm just doing my job. This is for the high ups. I I, I don't agree with it, but what can you do, man? I just Uh, what you stand by and watch, what you participate in, says a lot about who you are. As a person. (laughs) 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 I'm just nodding and agreeing. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, Um, that's just the way the world is sometimes. And Boulder's going to take off his great axe, which is probably off his back. So he's not an armed slave. He's going to try and gently put that on the ground and then sort of like walk forwards, kind of like shoulders Hunched forward, sort of unhappy about life, and then yeah, walk gonna do the same thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you guys taking off? So Baldur's detaching his giant great axe. You ever think you taken yeah. off your bow and your sword, or? Um, he, yeah, Yerveth is going to very reluctantly take his bow and his uh, sword. He's going to stash a dagger in his boot pocket, though. Okay, I've still got my axes, the throwing axes, and my. Yeah. and he will take know, off his cloak. Okay, take off your cloak as well. As you put the cloak down on the ground, Yerveth, it takes on the same red hue and covers up all your weapons very nicely. Oh, nice. I figured that was intentional, but your reaction tells me it wasn't, and I've just helped you. That was totally, totally (laughs) intentional. Absolutely, 100% intentional. You're wearing a chameleon Um, cloak. It's going to hide stuff underneath it. Yeah, cool. um, um, yeah, you guys walk forwards. Could I have Baldor and Yervis both roll me per, uh, per, no, performance checks? And we're going to do this oh, as an yeah. average. I want to see how well you perform at being slaves. <laughs> 13 okay. for Baldor. That's not too bad. Actually, 15 for Yervis. Considering a negative one. Yeah. 14 that's average. Not bad. You guys do okay. Baldor, like, as Baldor comes down the stairs, he looks like he's beaten down. He's a man with nothing left to lose. It just sort of slouches <laughs> forwards. Um, it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just like walking along. You ever, th- harder to read with his head bowed because his hair sort of like falls down around his face a little bit. But yeah, you ever looks the same. You ever kind of like mucked up his clothes a little bit, brushed his hair out of its sorry, beautiful man bun, kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of like messed it up a little bit. But yeah, as they, as they sort of stalk into the room, um, Little Medic sort of looks around and goes, these are not dragonborn. What? Where did you? What? Well, How did you get them into the city? We told you they are not dragonborn. That is why they are slaves. <sighs> Look, you haven't you read your own city's bylaws. But I, I think I need to report this. This is not sounding ah. right. 
Master, really Master Shenron, what would you like yes. me to work on, Master? Have a look. <laughs> Check things out. Make sure that's up to standard. I'm pointing to the um, the um, stretchy pulley thing. Ah, the rack. Yes. Yeah, measurements course, and I'll... such, and make sure. Oh. And I'm like jotting things down. I'll take a look at that right away, Master. Do I do I have to get in the stretcher again? No, 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 no. <laughs> Check out the <laughs> ID. Wait, wait. You you test these devices on your slaves. I didn't do it. I don't know. Must have been one of the other supervisors. He turns towards you, Shana. <laughs> Shana! Is this what happened to your legs and your tail? Is this why your tail is so absurdly long? <clears throat> yeah, I'm only half dragonborn. I used to have legs. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, well, Mac, I mean, are you honestly all right with what's happening upstairs? I mean, you clearly have a conscience. I mean, you got a problem with our slaves, but you I mean you're fine with what's happening upstairs to your what's, people? What is happening upstairs? I, what are you talking about? I mean, you know, other than the continuous oppression of the dragonborn people by the pure-blooded dragons and how... Continuous oppression. I have a job. All you have to do is find job. Stop whinging. So many dragonborn want to have more power, but what would they do with it, huh? Not power, but I mean, surely you'd like the ability to live. I have the ability to live. I actually agree with him, yes. Ignorance is bliss. I have a good life here. I work hard. I am paid for my work. Yes, it is hard work. Yes, there are times when I wonder about the orders I am given. But I do not question. I am like soldier. We are... That's just the veil of ignorance. Do we... No, we are dragonborn of the same scale. This person right here is upstanding. Please, Mm. come on. Show them some respect. As I'm just sure. nudging Shana. <laughs> this, this children of Tiamat group, I have been told by my superiors to afford them every courtesy they are to be given access to my workshop. Yes, I disagree with this, but I cannot see any good reason to deny them. They have been given approval. The council, I was told the council had approved them, that they are now to be given access to my workshop. Yes, yes, that is why we are here today. Now... That door over there and that door over there, where do they lead? Where do they go? I wanted to know the layout of everything so we can have a look and see if everything, you know, up, up to code and standard and doors are good and such and there's no mold and rot in some areas. The one directly in front of you leads to a fissure in the earth. Bodies uh, are dumped down there. I do not know what else to tell you. And the other door? The one to your right. That leads to some of the holding cells and some of the other locations. There is a passageway there that leads down into the city to one of the garrisons. Sometimes prisoners, when they are captured, need to be brought here discreetly. They are brought through that passage. Oh. Leads into the undercity of Veluxer. Do you do you have more co-workers down that way at all? Uh, or is it just you here? I, it's just me in this chamber. There is another who used to work with me for a while, but... She was uh, promoted and has left. It is now just me here. I am the only one trusted with the secrets that only the council get to know. Now, where are your quarters, uh, Lelmiak? 
I have quarters uh, off one of the side avenues in the wing of the staff at the Citadel. Perfect, perfect. Well, uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to get some... um... I'm just going to get some information and reports from our fellow, um, well, I I don't, I know you don't like the term, so I'll just call them persons. Um, and I'm going to walk over to Boulder and both, I'm going to look, uh, walk over to Yerveth and pretend to get reports and stuff like that and sort of umming and ahhing and writing things down. Um, now at a game, what do we actually want to do with this guy? Do we, do I'm going to, I can try and send him away by telling him that where he's, um, workshop is not up to code and we're gonna have to shut it down and we're gonna have to um <laughs> tell them just to have the day off and until we get it up to the code or we can i can see ali shaking her head out. i think that sounds like a lot of work for ali um, <laughs> what do guys want I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you just saw the chat but yeah but yeah but there's a uh, quietly in the background just preparing the rack yeah the <laughs> i was i was about of, to ask uh, that <laughs> yeah i will admit though he said he doesn't enjoy his work he doesn't actually enjoy torturing. No, I know. And he said that he doesn't like slaves. So, oh, chats, not, chats are the best idea. Bad. They're not slaves; they're unpaid interns. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. chat. Yes, unpaid yeah. interns. <laughs> but chat, I would counter with, "What's the fucking difference?" <laughs> We're getting paid an experience. Mm. But also, how much pay do you need to get paid before you are no longer a slave? I mean. It sounds like you're trying to justify slavery, um, just so that you know. <laughs> just so you know. Keep wanting to sing. Keep wanting to sing the intern oh. song by Bo Burnham. <laughs> we need to go because I'm doing a run. <laughs> Jerry, what does Never actually want to do? He seems like he's just being told what to do, and he's like, "Oh, this is a bit shit," but I'm just doing yeah. this and seemed against it, so. Probably morally somewhat redemptive, but torturing for 15 years is... Like, out of game, to me, he just seems like he's just taking orders from anyone. doesn't really matter who it is. It's just he's doing the job, right? Uh, Yeah, but as you say that, yeah, your passive perception and passive insight are pretty high. I think your passive perception is, what, 19, 20, and your insight's like 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah, you get the sense this is a man who has done the same job for many, many years, decade and a half, he doesn't question where the orders come from. That's above yep. him. That is beyond him. Years of living in this oppressive, draconic society have told him that he does not question when he is told to do something. He is a dragonborn. That is not oh. his place. He's given an order. He follows it. Yep. And they're also given their jobs out, aren't they? They don't have a choice. Yeah. Like a dragonborn cast. do not I get to... So you know that dragonborn are assessed for... work. Yes, well remembered, Jin. And I'm going to give you the background because you remembered it. Yeah. Dragonborn are assessed for aptitude and they are given work it is not something that they get to choose they are assigned jobs in the city he's only probably here because he takes orders and um that's probably his aptitude because they know they can put him down here and he probably doesn't like it but he won't ever not do it yeah Mm. jin you get the sense this he's not very intelligent he's clearly not very well educated deliberately the not many dragonborn in the city are deliberately uh, or, or allowed access to education of an equal level. Yeah. You get the sense yeah. he is someone who will follow orders. Absolutely. At all cost. Probably from a family of soldiers or a family of uh, people who've worked in that similar position. I mean, yeah. Very nicely done. Very nicely done. <clears throat> yeah. That's definitely the okay. sense you get. So I, I vote not killing him. I'm going to try and tell him that we're shutting him down. 
um, this workshop anyway yep. um, until it's brought up to code um, and hopefully by then yeah. this whole thing will sort itself out and he might not have to torture again that's my two cents does anyone want to knock him out though torture him kill him I'm happy to hit him go of course, um, if he if he gone. wants to make a big stink about it, then then we'll probably knock him yeah. out. But... Yeah. yeah, we'll probably just fucking cut his throat. Wait, wait boys, <laughs> yeah, let's go. No, no. I don't think I'd um, kill him. I'd definitely knock him out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a theme song for Murder Hobos that I can have as a button that I play whenever you start to consider no. Murder Hobos. Murder Hobos. <laughs> um, something like that with cool. a big like guitar riff. Uh, no, yeah. So as as this sort of like looking around as as Jin, you head over and begin talking to Baldor and Yerveth and begin sort of like discussing this under your breath. Shana like. Just like cracks the knuckles, eyes the rack behind him, checks the settings you have that's put it on, and then just like, just gets ready in case an Eldritch Blast is needed. I get the sense is what Shana's doing. Um, Shana, as you're sort of like standing there and he sees Jin go off and talk to Yerveth and, and Baldor, he sort of looks at you and you get the sense he's a bit awkward and he sort of opens his mouth and begins to go, uh, do you come here to places like this often? Is this something that you... <laughs> <laughs> do you come to the cloud district often? Oh, my mistake. Of course you don't. Uh, <laughs> do you get to the cloud district often? Oh, what am I saying? Of course you don't. That's it, isn't it, the line? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, is. it is. I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow to the knee. Uh, yeah, no, he's, he doesn't say any of those things because uh, he's not an NPC no. written by Todd fucking Howard. He's got more than three lines of dialogue um, and yeah. more than one voice actor. Uh, no, he looks at you, Shana. Actually, no, all the characters have one voice actor. It's me. Never mind. Um, yeah, Shana, he looks at you and goes, uh, I, it seems like you and your uh, friends and your uh, interns spend a lot of time uh, investigating <laughs> things like this. You seem very polished. Is this... I did not know there were other locations around... Chari that needed inspection. Yeah, I can navigate actually the entire globe. I mean, we're kind of a global um, institution, but we're all about making the uh, the workforce a better place for all of like, us. You know, like how sick are you of being trod on by you know the upper uppers, right? You know, they give you orders. They don't care what your position of the whole matter is. Between they just do shit and they expect you to do it. Between you and me, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do not like the way the Dragonborn are treated in this city, but it is the way things have been for thousands of years. It is the way things were on our home, our home plane. Well, but the, you're not there anymore, are you? I mean, you're, the, pretty, you're pretty far from home. The, the dragons have divine right to rule. That is what the, the, that is what the scriptures I mean, say. Look, I mean, honestly, these dragons, without the Dragonborn, you know, taking care of their every need... Do you actually think they could exist on their own? I mean, surely. I think that there are many comforts afforded to them by the Dragonborn, but I have no doubt the dragons would be a a terrible, powerful force if they were directed in such a way. The Dragonborn serve at their leisure if we were to fight back or rebel, we would be destroyed by them. I mean, have you this assumption, this bias that you're holding? I mean, um, was it given to you by those dragons? Those same dragons that you claim would, you know, destroy everything without, you know? You, I mean, you sound like uh, this person I had in here a few weeks ago. Uh, what did he call himself? 
an equalist. I mean, I don't know about your political movements in this city. I mean, I only flew in about a couple of days ago, but um, is this really what you're after, mate? I mean, you know. I just want to live a comfortable life when I am done. Follow your orders and, you know. Not really caring what happens at the end of the day. It is much easier. As he says that, Shana, Jin walks back over. Uh, Baldor and Yervith, I'm guessing you aren't too far behind him. Mm. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> well, if you've got anything else to, to keep going. Oh my god, going. chat are currently writing the lyrics to the Murder Hobo song. Um, Yeet dat senpai. Uh, I, will, was, I, will record, I will record what you have written here. I will give it a go. I will see if I can write the Murder Hobo song. And you have given me some good suggestions with these lyrics. I will I'll have a go. <laughs> yeah, I'm on it. But Ellie, if you've got anything else to say, like, I'm not going to stop you. And she's, she's just sort of like leaning into anything that he says, essentially, just trying to keep him distracted. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, thank you for waiting, um, uh, Lel Mayor. Dab Senpai, sorry. Um, so. We have had a good look around, and after talking to some of our interns here and getting some measurements and such, and noticing a bit of um, black mold in the corners of the room, and a lot of these um, torture devices aren't up to standard, there's a lot of wear and tear, and um, some of these are off by measurements and such. Um, unfortunately, this is a bit of a safety hazard for yourself and anyone else that might be down here. They might expire too quickly for the torturing that you're sorry, you're sort of uh, implementing. So we will have to um, shut down the workshop, at least for the next few days, while my team goes through and gets everything up to code, up to standard, cleans it out a bit. Um, so unfortunately, yes, we, we will have to shut you down. Um, I, um, you will have, um, the next few days paid off. You can go to your quarters and, um, just, I guess, wait until we, uh, open the site back up. Uh, we are contractors for the Order of the, um, Order of the Dragon in the city, isn't that's what they're calling themselves? Children of Tiamat. That's it. We are contractors for the Children of Tiamat, um... So, yes, unfortunately, we have to close it off today. Thank you so much for your, um, well, accommodating us and your respectfulness. We appreciate that thoroughly. I, uh, first you take my workshop yesterday, children of Tiamat, and now you come and take it for more days. I, I, what have I done wrong? Where, I'm sorry, I, if you need me no, to try harder, is- right? And he, like, runs over to, like, crank the water. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. No, don't, don't actually use that. Uh, I, I had to look at a bit of, a bit of this machinery there. It could potentially harm you. It's not you. It is, it is the people above you that have given you, you these tools and such. We shall get you better equipment, better ventilation, better safety standards. I'm going to need a persuasion check, and it's going to need to be good. <laughs> Go for it. Be helping, like, yeah, yeah. In the oh, table. my God, it's a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god nat 20 i did say it had to be good that is a total of 33 That's um, good. yeah here's, here's how here's how this goes uh, very well i if this is what it has been if this is what has been ordered i i must follow I, paid, indeed um, your time off will be paid um spend it with whatever family you have 
um, and other such things. Do you think it's easy to sustain a relationship as a torturer? Well, this could be some quality time to spend with the family. Time that you haven't had before. You could be that model uncle to your uh, nephews. and. I'm going to use my forgery kit while I've been, like, writing everything down. It's going to be, like, almost like... Almost looks like a document um, saying, like, the site's been shut down and uh, it will open up on this date that's, like, three days away from now. Okay. I'm trying to make it look as official as possible and I'll hand it to him. Okay. So if he does run into any trouble, like, hey, why weren't you there? He can actually yeah. show this to someone. Okay. So yeah, the, way, the way we use things like forgery kits and things like that is, as you guys know, and the way we do skill checks and things like that, um, just for those of you who might not be aware how we do things, you tell me what sort of skill you think you're using. So for example, with forgery kit, you could be using sleight of hand to do a very detailed document. You could be using intelligence. You could be very cleverly trying to emulate an existing document that you're remembering. Maybe you're using charisma. Maybe you're trying to make this the most beautiful looking document ever. Not focusing too much on the text, but focusing on what it looks like, making it look very official. It's up to you. That's how I use tool checks in this game so for example with uh, cooking we've done before you can use charisma for cooking to like make it played up really nicely or it could be intelligence following a very strict recipe that's how we do skill checks and tool tool, uh, checks in this one so Jin how would you like to it's definitely going to have a lot of red like a lot of red tape over it and make everything okay. look really official but yes. like so we'll give you more of a charisma vibe to it to exactly be and I believe you are proficient in forgery kits so you may roll yep. a charisma check with your proficiency bonus Okay, so, so if you've got an I existing rolling? skill that matches that, so if, for example, if persuasion is charisma plus proficiency, otherwise you can just roll charisma and then add your proficiency manually. That's absolutely fine. So you just click on charisma and do a flat charisma check. Okay. Yeah, that's how I like 18. to do skill checks. It's plus, plus your proficiency. For some reason, I don't really know what the plus. That's already is. doing your that's proficiency. Then I suspect. But my proficiency is plus four, so it'd be nine. I rolled a sixteen. Make that go twenty. Nine. Oh no, sorry. Yeah. 16. Uh, so there's already plus five. So take away two. So 16. Make it go to 20. Yeah. 20. Jin, as you have been working on this document, walking around, finishing it off, and you hand over this slip of paper, this beautiful piece of parchment that you've been working on, a wax seal that you have carefully molded into a little dragon form with the, the, the five claw marks <laughs> down the middle, the symbol of the children of Tiamat. You've done these beautiful brocaded lines in this very elegant red ink around the borders, making this very uh, clean border and in the center you've focused on the bearer of this document has been entitled to three days of paid uh, annual leave essentially three days paid paid workers leave Um, the workplace has been deemed unsafe for use and needs to be uh, fixed and repaired Um, and it's all in draconic you've written this all in draconic yeah uh, he he looks at the paper you see him sort of looking over and goes "Uh, yes uh, thank you and then he goes to sort of fold it and as he does he folds it in half puts it in his pocket and then sort of looks around and goes, uh, will you be here to show me what changes you have made? If there have been changes to equipment, yes. I need to know how it has changed and how it functions. In three days' time, we shall see you then and we shall go over things. Very we'll here at Twelfth Chime. Twelfth Chime, yes, very well, yes. Um, Yavith, um, may you escort out our friend here, please? Of course. Just throw it stairwell. We, we will need you quite soon, Lara. Um, yeah, but just so you know, Eleanor is still hiding on the stairs uh, because it would be hard to explain why a drake was with you. 
Eleanor didn't come into the room with you guys when you were pretending to be slaves. Eleanor still still just sort of crouched on the stairs waiting to know what's going on. As you begin walking back <laughs> with Lelmac, Eleanor sort of like probes with your mind. You feel a sense of curiosity and confusion coming from Eleanor. As if you get the sense of she, she doesn't know what she wants, what you want her to do. Um, um, I'm going to get... Is there, is there a way that I can, like, get her to move? Like You can just, like, just command her. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I'm going to command her to, like, um, go back through the corridor, like, like go ahead, like, run. Because I'm assuming we're escorting her him out the same way that we came in. I think from the sounds of it, Jin was just going to get you to escort him to the top of the stairs and then let him go on his own. But well, he would be going past Eleanor, right? Yeah. I was just going to okay. add, uh, I mean, if Shana's sort of picking up, yeah, that's hesitation. Regards, um, Eleanor on the stairs. If she she might try and create a bit of a distraction, sort of like go up to sort of the rack that's enough where his back is like turned to the entry yeah. of that stairwell. Well, Eleanor can sort of get out, but like, oh, um, hey, just, just a quick question. I mean, I noticed uh, that you had some specific uh, user thing uh, down here. That's okay. Can I actually? I think... Can I notice the hesitation too? We, you don't sort of see Yerveth hesitate too much. Yerveth sort of sort of keeps working, walking forwards at this point. Because oh, can I put two and two together then and know that like the Drake is up there? You would remember Eleanor must still be there because she's not in the room with you guys. Um, yes, um, Yerveth, while you're there, can you please bring the Drake down? We need it to sniff for any other black mold and such. Oh, of course, Eleanor. Okay. Uh, Eleanor, 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 sort of hearing nudge. your call, you get a sense of like. All right. <laughs> in your mind, the sense of like resignation, confusion, and resignation, and Eleanor pads down the stairs, and then like looks a bit awkward, and then sits, <laughs> and then like looks around a bit, not really looking like so uh, side to side, looking at like still yeah, very, and then Gina still and then very new, still very new at this. Um, Eleanor, can you please go around and sniff the the black mold with? I know you're quite new, we've trained you, but this is your first job. Please try and find as much as you can. Does the Drake speak say, draconic? Does the does the Drake understand you? Understands. Uh, Eleanor immediately like goes and starts like sniffing and like <laughs> looking around, sort of getting the sense, like not not really understanding the words fully, but picking up the intention from Yervith. Uh still in green Drake form, I think at this point, isn't she? Yep. Yeah, so looking like a green drink. Yeah. She begins like sniffing around and like goes up and sniffs one of the torture devices, gets a bit of a look of disgust on her face as she smells rancid blood. You feel this disgust in yourself, Yerveth, being emotionally connected with uh, with Eleanor. Yeah. Um, um So walk him up the um to the stairs, I guess, and up to the door that we might have come through, just so well it's up to yeah. you. Like I know it because then you can probably have him sort of avoid your weapons on the ground as well. Yeah, I probably escort him in such a way where, like, I kind of am on the side where the weapons are, so I kind of, like, know where they are and step over them or, like, avoid them while having him, I guess, like, on my left-hand side, I'm assuming, like, on the way back. Mm. I kind of having him next to me or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he takes your lead as you lead him up the stairs. He begins sort of walking down the corridor. As he gets out of earshot of uh, Shenron, uh, this green dragonborn, Jin is currently disguised as he turns back to you, wards you over, and goes... You really do need to make sure you are paid properly. This is <laughs> this is problematic. <laughs> I, I, I I will I'll make sure that my my master gives me a little bit more gold tonight. Oh. Oh. 
Even I feel bad. Just sort of gives you a bit of a look and then walks off down the corridor, sort of glancing back every so often, but not making any more moves. Um, Yeveth, you, you head back into the room with the rest of them. Um, as you head back in, Yeveth, the three of you, Baldor, Shana, and Jin, you can see the white dragonborn starting to come to, sort of blinking blearily. Um, dressed only in a very simple loincloth that is sort of wrapped around their midriff. Um, chest exposed, th- this female dragonborn with these cuts on her body sort of like starts blinking awake, um, sort of mumbling under her breath. You can see that she's um, looking. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably move to help her and I gesture for either Shana or Boulder to help me get her down. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Guys, let's <laughs> um, down. Is there um, some clothing or something we could like throw over her? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, no, definitely. There's um, you can see that probably what are her clothes or what what she was wearing, um, a simple tunic, uh, in a sort of um sash arrangement around the shoulder that sort of pushes out into more of a toga towards the base. Very very normal draconic clothing, um, is on a table just chucked over a table in the far yeah. corner of the room. I sort of hand that over to her to put on. Also, I want to say this real quick. For Michael and Claire listening at home, I think you might have actually enjoyed how we got through that because that was very mirror esque. It was, very it cool. was absolutely, and I, I think Good. they have been enjoying it. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, can um, do my best to not let her like collapse to the ground when we undo her, her like leg chains that are um, suspended above her, just like gently down. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She she sort of takes your arm, Boulder, very strong, muscular arm, <laughs> quite gratefully, as you just pick her up, literally just with one arm, lift her up and then sit her down next to you. Um, she sort of coughs a little bit under her breath and looks up and goes, Who are you, Lots? What am I? Who are you? How how damaged is she, by the way? Is she really, like, her? She just looks a bit out of it. You can see that she's sort of coughing under her breath. You get the sense that there's probably quite a bit of water in her lungs, having been suspended upside down with water running over her body for the last who knows how many hours. Um, <laughs> cuts and... She's shot at me the same thing. Water goes to offer water and then goes, on second thoughts, she's had enough <laughs> right. to drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, check water to, like, you know, if there's, like, Pull it out. water, like, can't you just sort of, like, yeah. eat it out? You can't pull water out of her lungs with shape water because by that logic, you could also fill a person's lungs with shape water and we know that's yeah, not how shape water works. But yeah. but you could <laughs> you could definitely like pull some of the water off her, which has the effect of kind of like letting her warm up a bit under her clothes and stopping her putting on dry clothes while she's wet and then wetting her clothes and making her, yeah. her cold. Yeah. Um, you can see that she the shivering kind of has stopped a little bit. As a white dragonborn, she's actually quite resistant to ice effects. Um, you get the sense that that torture method was designed for a very long exposure, not just uh-huh. immediate. Yeah. Um, if I give her a healing word, would that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As you as you say, yeah. Spend spend a spell slot. What what spell slot do you want to use? Wait, how hurt is she? She's got some cuts over her body, some bruises, uh, and that that cough, that sort of wet cough, doesn't sound great. So you don't think she's in the best of health. I mean, I don't really have that much healing actually. Okay. But I'm going to use. Oh, I might just do a, a first level. I don't really. Yeah. I need to save the other ones. Yeah, roll me so a I'll just do a, D4, even I plus. So that's nine healing, actually. That's not bad. Did you roll max that's on not, that? Did you? Yeah, four plus five. Yeah, four plus five. Nice. Oh, wow. As you as you speak the healing word, um, and the magic sort of crystallizes in the air in front of you, and then um, starts knitting together some of the scars and scratches. You hear she sort of like 
and then vomits up a bit of water, the healing word, pushing it and allowing it to be to be forced sure. out of her body as she is, she's healed. Um, yeah, she's sort of, her eyes blink open. She looks much, much better. You watch as she, this sort of color comes back under her, under her white scale, her color coming back under her white scales. You watch as her white scales take on less of a dull gray hue, begin to look a bit healthier again. And she sort of looks eyes open and feeling much fresher. And goes, oh, that, that is so much better. Thank you so much. I, who, who are you, Lord? What? I think. What are you doing down here? Out, outlanders in the city. She looks across at Shana, Yervith, and Baldor. <laughs> we were actually brought here by. Is Elia Ikarnos? Atalia Ikarnos is her dragon Atalia. name. Elia is the name um, she uses in the. In we were brought here state. by Atalia Ikarnos, um, a friend of yours and ours. Um, Atalia Ikarnos, yes. Yes, I know, I know her well. I've worked we're for of her. of the Tempest Adventurer Guild, if you've actually heard of that. Because um, I don't know, she might have found out if she's friends with her or not. Tempest Guild. I I, I feel I heard someone talking about that before. A, a very monotone voice mentioning something about that. Uh, yesterday or the day before. But, but uh, Atalio Canos, uh, uh, she's been she's been captured as well. Uh, have you have you freed her yet? We haven't, have we? No. No, not yet. Not yet. But she's with the Elder Dragons. With and um. um this form is a bit much for me, actually. Uh, I'm gonna sort of like mm, just give me a sec. I move out of her sight for a second, yep. so she's not immediately just seeing me like turn. And yep. I'll change back into a leering. Yeah. Once again, that cool. that white flesh moving across the body, replacing the scales as the horns begin to sink back into the head. Hair pulling out, eyes turning this very bright yellow as Jin once again takes on his changeling form, and then pink skin following as he once again takes yep. on the form of uh, Illyrian. I will say this as well, just to make it easier for us. Mm. When we do move out of this room, I'll change back into Shenron, um, just to keep up with any like potential patrols we yep, co- come into contact I'll, with. I'll um, that. For this, it's just nice to like yeah, absolutely. You know, be Lirin. Um, so yes, hi, Lirin. Lovely to meet you. Um, or Jin. Um, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> I was just the big dragonborn thing. Y- yes, uh, r- right. But yes, so you. We're in here. How long have you been in here for? It's hard to keep track of time. Uh, a few days. The cult. I. I was charged with spying on them by, by Lady Elia, by Atalia Kanos. I was supposed to infiltrate their ranks and find out what they knew. But they, they knew who I was. This, this horrible figure, I spoke to them in one of the meetings and revealed me as a traitor. They. They captured me before I could send a message to Atalia Kanos. I've been down here ever since. I, I think that was a few days ago. It's hard to tell. They don't let you sleep down here. They keep you awake. Do you know who the figure was? It was a human. Long black hair tied back. Very cruel voice dressed in... These reddish purple ropes. Uh, the, the the other members called him Master uh, Master Severin. Oh, okay, I've heard of that before. Mm. Yeah. You guys have actually spoken with yeah, Severin on the uh, when we, on, on the Skyreach Castle. Castle. Yes, uh, an image that. of him, an illusionary image of him, appeared before you. Oh well, that that might be bad. Oh, okay. 
Um, I'm not actually sure if you're aware of this, Yervathan. I just give the spiel about how we met him in the in the castle, um, in that room where we actually met Lyra mm. and Loki. Uh, mm. um, so give him a little quick little info dump. Oh. Um, okay. I think some of our friends were in here. A um, you'd have seen a red and silver dragonborn, and yes, a yes, a, 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 well, a, di- yeah. a dichromat. Yes, she. I, I, I thought they were in, impossible, but yes, uh, Mira. Yes, I, I, I know her. She, she's worked with Elia for with Otalia Canos for a number of years before she, she left. Uh, Otalia Canos uh, had planned to have her work as her under ambassador before Mira left. Yes, she was here with with yes a, a construct of some sorts. Okay, what do you do know you... where they've went? Oh, mm. sorry, if you've got anything to add to that, yes. Uh, no, no, I was going to add. Do you know where they where they took them? No, they 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 had the warforged. The, sorry, she wouldn't say warforged. They have they had the construct. It, it was on some sort of platform. She points over to where you'd found the gear, uh, Jin. On some sort of platform there, and they I'll were. I'll probably pick were, up the gear as well, by the way. Yeah, there, yeah. Case. They were threatening to to take it apart, but it seemed to kind of laugh at them a bit. And dared them to try, and uh, Mira was was quiet. But uh, I don't think the cult wanted me to overhear. They they cast some sort of spell that the, the some magic was spoken, and suddenly I could not see, I could not hear. It was like I was locked in a, in a black box with no windows or doors uh, in the cage over there I couldn't see or hear anything and then when the spell wore off there were bodies in the chamber bodies what do you mean bodies bodies of the cult or the the children children of of Tiamat Tiamat. and the platform had been broken open as if some giant force had ripped it apart that the they were dead I stayed very quiet not much longer later, other members of the children came and took away the bodies and ordered the, the ex, ordered the torture to to tear me apart, basically. I, I don't know where Mira and her friend this went. This is, um, Yenneth is probably believing this, but he's on the inside check anyway. That's Just fair. Because. I was actually almost thinking to do something like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you do it. Yeah. Poof. Nice. 25. Yeveth, you get the sense she's telling the truth as she understands it, but she's not sure. Some of the details that she's hazy on, I mean, she's been without sleep for a while, oh, no, clearly. Okay. She's been tortured. Um suspended upside down for a while the blood's all been pulling in her head for three four hours minimum from what yeah, the torturer yeah. said um you get the sense that what she's remembering are bits of the story there could be more yeah. to it but yeah yeah she she's not the most accurate witness i, I will give she's not her, deliberately i will i will offer up one of the good berries that i have made because um, I still have oh, a couple extra. You yeah. did still have a couple extra, yeah. Let's give her some food to get her nourished as well. Like, she's yeah. been healed, but she she's still exhausted and famished. Yeah, absolutely. Smart. I mean, yeah, one well, one, one good berry covers her for a whole day's worth of rations, right? Yep. So, yeah, she takes the good berry, eats it. Yep, yeah, she looks like she's feeling a lot better. She sort of eats it down and goes, oh, that's, 
Oh, that's what is that? It's a very, it's a very good berry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite, quite excellent. Yes, the running gag. Everyone describes it that way. Um, yes, I. What, what, what are you planning to do? We have to free Otalia Canos at, at the earliest moment. Well, yes. our plan is essentially to save Otalia Canos, save the Elder Dragons, and stop the children Tiamat. And save our friends. Oh, and, and save our friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like a very good plan. Do you... Uh, some of the equalists, I, I've spoken with a few of them when I was imprisoned, they hate the children of Tiamat as much as we do. More so, they could be valuable allies. If we could find a way to free some of those prisoners up in the corridors, we they could be a powerful force to assist us. We've done that, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've got Akani's on that as we speak. We've already beaten you to it. Our friend uh, Ikani has um, already started freeing the equalists and forming their own little queue, I guess, to say. Great, that, that's that's wonderful news. Well, what will you four do now? We well, need to figure out a way of trying to disable whatever it is that's causing the causing harm to the Elder Dragons. Some sort of magic or some sort of device. They seem to be under the thrall of this white dragon in the main chamber. It's 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 poison. It, it's a poison they've been given. Um. Drake's Bane. It saps the strength of dragons, dragonborn, wyverns. It, it essentially it is a slow-acting uh, neurotoxin. There's a, there's a cure though. That that's why we need to free Italia Canos. There's a there's a plant that can be chewed or, or made into some sort of tea that will wipe the effects from the system. And the only ones growing in the city are in her greenhouse. Okay, See, that's so- that's the problem though. Um, Italia Canos's greenhouse was broken into. And her cure-all was stolen. Oh. Well, then I imagine the children of Tiamat have that. And if you want it, you're going to have to take it from them. Do you know where they might keep something like that? That sounds really important. If it were me, I would not let it out of my sight. I'd keep it with me at all times. So, just to something that important... Oh, sorry, Jared, you go. Oh, sorry, just from memory... They took. They literally took everything from that greenhouse, right? All the poisons, yep. Yep. all everything. the remedies, everything. Yep. Cool. That's cool. I mean, the, the cure all was the one that was probably the most important because it was the one that had was that yeah. could basically cure anything. So basically, it's like let's take the poison, but let's also take the cure, so that they can't cure the poison. But that, but Ortelia was kind of like framed for for that yeah. because she was the one that had it on her property, right? So yes, you guys, you guys know that. <clears throat> well. I think I think Loki and Mira sound like they might actually be better off than we thought. It sounds yeah. like they came out of that fight better than the others, obviously due to all the dead bodies and disappearing. So hopefully that will right itself. But we shall keep an eye out for them nonetheless. Moving forward, it sounds like the most prompt thing to do would be to free Elia. Personally, that's my reasoning. And then from there... While we're doing that, find intel on this cure roll. Get the Elder Dragons all cured, and then we can um, sort of take back the city. Something as important as the cure roll, if what you say and it checks out, something that important would be held pretty close to their person. Perhaps Severin has it on his, on his hand. 
or someone higher up at least. It, it was an image of Severin that I saw. It wasn't the man himself. It was this okay. uh, this almost like illusionary version of him, as if he was speaking from a great distance away. Hmm. Well, did it look like there was anyone in the room that might have been orchestrating his orders in person? Anyone that might have been of note? Um, anyone of note? Uh, hard to say. I, I'd only begun my infiltration. There was a human with them uh, who had a, a, a mask. This, uh, this blue Ooh. draconic mask that they'd been carrying around for some time, I think. He mm. seems rather okay. attached to it. They wouldn't let it out of their sight. Okay, so we have a mask user. We have a mask user. I don't know if we actually know the blue one. No. Would have Baldor seen any mask users? No, Baldor hasn't, unfortunately. Okay. Um, okay, well, does anyone have any other questions I would like to ask our friend here? No, I think that all checks out. Do you um, have any other information for us? Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, not not anything that I can remember or think of right now. All right. Well, so, should we check the cells where <clears throat> our friends had probably taken care of some uh, some enemies? The holding um, cells. Left. Yeah, check out those yeah. holding cells. Yeah. We don't need to go. We probably don't need to go to the fissure in the earth, dumping the bodies, dumping being stuff there and all that. Probably don't need to go there. So the holding cells sound like the logical choice. I might head down the corridor and meet up with the Equalists, unless you think it's better for me to stay with you. I... I personally think that sounds um, the best course of action. Does anyone else have any objections or anything else uh, that I'd like uh, to ask before, she, before uh, Assuming our uh, torturer friend has uh, cleared the vicinity, um, I wouldn't want you to I run into him in the corridor. I really doubt he's getting far. Baldur's just realised something. Fast. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. He's Ooh. fucked. Oh, he is fucked. Do you want to, do you want to explain why, right. why it's a problem, Baldur? Yeah. Yep. I'm um, just it out too. A whole what? bunch of people who have been tortured have now just been freed, and the torturers walking past, so they're now empty cells yeah. where they're all standing. Oh, no. oh, well. We tried oh. our best. We really I, the, ho- the whole best. time I've been sitting on this, and I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. They will realize. <laughs> When they go meet up with the equalists, <laughs> I wasn't there last session. Session, so that was the I beginning of this session, it, Jared. That it. was the beginning of this session. Yeah, yeah but I don't. I don't, only. I didn't. I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. I That's what DMD's all about. I mean, it's out of our control. We we gave him the best best chance. Yeah. The other Absolutely. option was we put him in a rack and just leave him here. But like, <laughs> you know, what no. do you know? I, you guys did everything you could. It's it's not. This isn't a judgment. Your characters didn't think of this either. You didn't think of it. Your characters didn't think of it. There's a lot going on to keep in mind, and, and you've got and, a lot and, more and, important and, things to worry and about. And than... of uh, runoff, you know. It's... Well, that's the thing. They did say they were going, so it does sound like it could be a fifty-fifty chance. Yeah, they could have gone. By maybe, <clears throat> maybe, I mean, maybe. There's no yells. So what I'm worried about is that if he yells and screams, then the dragons um, patrolling the bigger dragons who are drugged, we're going to be like, "What's going on down here?" And then 
Chittle then. Um, blow I don't up. think I don't think we'll, well I don't think will come back to us because I think all happen is if the Equalists do take this dude, I don't think they're gonna have him yelling and screaming. It's a big group of people that will just like dive on him and like, kit, like yeah. capture him if they do get him. So and yeah, they wouldn't brazenly just go and attack him within earshot of the White Dragon because they're yeah, all aware of the White Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trying to protect him, probably isn't going to fly with all the torture torches. So, <laughs> in, in, in any case, yeah, I think probably need to get Altaria Karnas free. Yeah, I don't definitely know if under the, the effect of the poison or not. Definitely Elia. Yeah, definitely Elia. Alrighty, um, the White Dragonborn heads up through the stairs, up through the tunnel, and disappears from oh, view. Oh, by the way, um. Sorry, if yes, if if you do see the Eclis and such, and you do come into contact with a um, dragonborn called uh, Lelmiak, who was the torture hit, hold him no ill will. He's actually someone who's been forced here, sort of against his will. He actually was appalled at the we sort of orchestrated slaves and such, and he was appalled at that, and he had no passion for torturing. So please don't hold it against him. He, he try and make him see better pastures. If you can pass on to the equalists, that'd be great. Yes. There you go. That's my that's my I'll, best attempt to try and save you. I'll make sure that the man who spent the last few weeks torturing me is given fair treatment. At least fair. We, even though we are in the middle of a horrible situation, we still need to believe in laws and uh, fair trials and such. If oh yes, I will make sure he is treated fairly. Yeah, but they're just going to give her a wink. <laughs> like a... <laughs> still still face, does not respond. I, I don't know if she's going to kill him or not. Um, she begins yeah, to head up the corridor. It would be great if you didn't <laughs> murder him. Remember, we, you know, we helped you out massively. Gave you, saved your life, really. So think of it as a favor for me. I'll consider it. At least don't kill him. That's all I'm saying. He can definitely have a trial and such. I'll consider it. I'm. Okay. Oh, I'll. Uh, I'll walk up with you. I need to get my weapons anyway. And uh, yeah, same. Yep. And you guys walk up partway upstairs. Yeah, yeah but it I've takes a few seconds to find your cloak because it blends so well with the stone. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. do. You do find it after a few minutes and <clears throat> put your cloak back on again, feeling a bit more. Yeah. I would say secure and a bit more safe once more with your your chameleon cloak wrapped around your shoulders, uh, and bow back on your on your back and sword strapped to your waist. And Baldor, yeah, your massive great axe. Just propped up against the wall. Just heft it, put it back on, clip it in. Yeah, it's just gonna quietly say to the white dragonborn, um, "Look, I know Jin was uh, imparting some, uh, well, giving you the option to take a merciful route, but um, I'd, I'd really question, you know, given the opportunity to uh, extract some revenge on someone, on someone or something that's caused you so much pain, would you really let that go? If this is some sort of weird reverse psychology, it's not working." Oh, no, 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 not at all. I'm just saying I've been in your position before and it's not pleasant. And I wished I had the opportunity to uh, strike one back against, well, yeah, get one back. Maybe you will one day. Hmm. She begins heading down the corridor. Um, Shana and Jin, you watch as Baldor, you step back down into the room, um, rejoining you guys. Oh, well, I've done my um, best now. If he lives, he lives. If he doesn't, he doesn't. 
So this, uh, the ceiling here, there's a trap door. Yes. Um, and it is access between torture and council room or somewhere where uh, people are prison to... prison levels above and then also uh, can lead up to the council chambers as well into a, a holding pen in the council chambers so if we need to get somewhere up then this could be very handy for us sure that's good so i can start loading cells and see if there's anything then we can go going so Baldur, yeah, you... mechanisms yeah, Shana, there's, there's loads more things in this room. Do you want to make me an investigation check? Boulder, you're heading over to open the door to the holding cells. Jin, Yervith, what are you two doing? Just what a reference as well. I actually have a grappling hook as well. Yes, Sally, what were you saying? I was like, more could Shana help someone else with an investigation check? Like, uh, she's... Is anyone yeah. else doing an investigation check? I mean, I have a plus three. Yerveth was going to investigate the living quarters of the tor torture real quick, just to see. Oh, that's not behind. here. That's over in the. It's, oh, it's a whole okay. separate it's a wing of, of it's the a bit of a citadel. Off, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like in close proximity. Okay, cool. cool. Otherwise, that's he fine. would have just went there. Sadly, not. Yeah, yeah it's a bit far that's away. What I was wondering. I thought maybe he had like maybe two, like maybe one that was like a wreck. Sometimes I get a bit nappy room. when I'm tearing people's fingernails <laughs> off, so I just need to yeah, a bit of a lie yeah. down. Oh. Yeah. Play a spot of uh, table tennis. I don't know. Um. Yeah, in that case, then I'll just help uh, Shana investigate this room. All right. So, <laughs> slash, hashtag help us, Nick. Uh, Yeveth, would you like to do an investigation check? Shana's giving you advantage. Uh, Baldor's heading over to open the door to the holding cells. And Jin, what would you like to do? Um, I'll probably just go oh, with Baldor, actually, because I was talking about holding cells being the next port of call. Yep. Um, Fair enough. But actually, I probably should. I might have a quick peek at the fissure real quick, just to see if there's any clues we might gain there too. Actually, because may nice. as well have a quick gander at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So you'll go open that door. Um, Yerveth, investigation of five for your first roll. Luckily, you've got a help from a helper's neck, which takes you up to a fifteen. Um, nice. Yeah, as you have a bit of a look around the mechanisms in the room, me mechanisms, mechanisms in the room, uh, you can see that there is. Well, it looks to be a rope pulley attached to one of the supporting beams that leads up just from underneath the trapdoor. This rope seems to lead up towards the upper levels. And embedded into the wood is a strange stone shaped almost a little bit like an eye. Baldur, as you open the door to the holding cells... You can see that the room beyond is in darkness with a number of empty cages. Uh, not much else to your eyes as you first open the door. Could you give me a perception or investigation check? Jin, sure. as you open the door at the far end and look through, it literally is a two-foot wide balcony that drops into sheer darkness below. Down deep, deep far away, you can see the soft glow of what looks to be bioluminescent uh, mushrooms deep deep down this looks like it leads into the underdark oh okay Whoa, i do have 120 shit. feet does that net me anything at all or yeah faintly dark? glowing mushrooms uh okay. very far away but it is deep and you can yep, see that this this area looks to be a, a, a sort of shallow cavern that just opens up below you wow. deep cool. dark cavern Hold on. Um, Perception of 12. Yeah, the, oh. the room is empty. There's no prisoners in the holding cells. You can see dried blood, scraps of fabric, 
a tooth still on the floor, but no other signs of anything else. This place has been picked clean. Shana and... Oh, yeah, sorry. No missing piece of my brooch. No missing piece of your brooch. I'm sorry. Sorry, mate. Um... As you guys, Ashana begins to have a bit of a closer look at this stone eye embedded into the woods, Shana and Yerveth. Um, a voice echoes through the chamber. Ah, uh, I see that our prey has come to us. Uh-oh. Very well. We shall bring them up to the chambers. And you watch as the trapdoor begins to open. The eye flickers with light and then suddenly an image appears in front of you. Oh, Human no. <laughs> man. Long dark hair, tied back. Reddish purple robes draped across his form. To those of you who were on the skyship, which is just Jin, actually. Jin was the only one who and was I've, on the... Uh, I'm actually not there. To, I've got the door. You've got, I probably would have looked. Yeah. I would have walked to the balcony, looked around, probably closed the door behind me. Yeah. yeah. You see this this figure who sort of like leans up against the up against the wooden beam flickering ever so slightly as this like half see-through image forms dearie me it looks like the very incompetent guards have allowed some little flies to buzz on through honestly I thought we dealt with this tempest adventuring guild to find that you are still bumbling your way into our hidden sanctums concerns me greatly not for your competence for the incompetence of my own guards he clicks his fingers I need all of you to make me constitution saving throws please um, even the people that are in the room yes okay Oh, I'm probably gonna fuck this up. Not rolling, so five for Shana. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the point of inspiration to roll with advantage on this. Okay. I'll probably fuck up still. You don't have to spend the inspiration until after you roll it. Oh, five, uh, seventeen. I, I did. I did. I did read 17. that you actually apparently. Baldor fourteen. Oh, I I allow you to roll it post oh. uh, Okay, well, I allow you to spend inspiration as a re-roll. I would have definitely yeah. have done that. Definitely anyway. <laughs> re-rolled it. Um, it's not sleep or a magical of a magical spell to put you to sleep. Um, it is no, a magical no, spell, no, though. It's, it's not charmed. It is a spell effect. No, I have advantage. Is it really for you, T? It's a spell or magical effect. Yeah, one. One really strong. She has magic resistance. <clears throat> I took the. the uh, uh, the legacy. Oh. Thirteen. Uh, I was Yuanti before they re-rolled all of the Yuanti. Yeah, that sure. is nuts. You advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. That's insane. Uh, it is Wait, a magical is effect. The new one? Is it the new one? Thirteen's. That's the that's the new one no, after. Well, I um, updated. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, none of you pass this. Eighteen is the DC oh, you needed. Oh. None of you pass. <laughs> all of you, as the trap door has opened. This crackling orb of blue energy descends down. And as it enters the room, lightning shoots out into the center of each of your chests or whatever body part it can strike. Counterspell it then. Counterspell? Okay, yes. What level are you counterspelling? 100%. Uh, Oh, fuck. I'm going to do a fourth level counterspell. Okay. I need you to roll me some dice in that case. Let me just quickly pull open. Yeah. 
let's just quickly double check how many dice I need you to roll. So, or how we do it. So, um, cast a spell using a spell sort of fourth or higher. The interrupt spells no effect less than equal. Okay, I need you to roll me a. Um, it's just a yeah. Um, ability check using your spellcasting ability. So just as if you're casting a spell. So you could do Eldritch Blast would give you the same okay. effect if you wanted to get I there. also get a plus two from this because the Jack of All Trades actually does affect this. Okay. Cool. Does it if it's a spell though? Because you're casting counter spell. Does that give you... It does because it, it makes me roll an ability check. Okay, fair. I'll have a look. Make an ability um, check I'm using counting... your spell casting ability. Yes, it is an ability check. Yep. Yes, I agree. Yep, absolutely. Um, can... Because I'm counterspelling it, oh, would I, would I've used my um, inspiration if I was going to counterspell this? You use your inspiration on the con save. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll just roll with it. Uh, let's hope this is good then. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Oh, it's only a oh, twelve. No. <gasps> that's really bad. That's Plus, f- fourteen won't be enough then. I'm really sorry. Damn, that is that is a shit roll. I'm really sorry. As you go to counterspell this, Jin, the spell in your hand just fizzles and dies, and this lightning strikes you anyway. As the bolt touches you, you feel yourselves being pulled into a rictus as your muscles will begin tensing at once, and then ever so slowly you begin to be pulled towards the orb. As you reach the centre of the room, Yerveth and Shana, the first one's there, the orb begins rising up. And as it does so, your feet leave the floor as you are brought higher and higher. Fuck. <sighs> okay. Uh, okay. After six seconds, you are in the room above. Could I have you all please roll me a constitution saving throw again as the trapdoor closes underneath you and you are now in the prison holding cells. Oh, oh Baldor. Oh, Jin. Oh, yeah. Yerveth, you make the DC. Yerveth, as this... Yes, Shana? Yeah, you have advantage. That's true. <laughs> 12. No. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> the the trapdoor opens above and you watch Yerveth as you fight against this. Eleanor seems to have not been affected by this spell. And oh. yeah, as as you sort of feel this connection to Eleanor, Eleanor poofs out of existence as you're pulled far away from her. whatever this effect is does something and she's poofed out of existence you, you still feel that presence yeah. within you but that strength yeah. that she had allows you to fight off this effect whatever it is Aww. as she disappears that gives That's you good. the effect yeah. you need as she voluntarily basically dismisses herself um yeah. as the spell effect ends you over you drop onto the prison cells you see the f- the trapdoor above open and your companions are raised up into the room. You can see high vaulted oh, ceilings no. made of white marble. And above, a large black dragon's tail <laughs> moves overhead oh, above the trapdoor as you watch shit. as your friends are raised into the room above. Uh, I, is there, yep. any, is there any way I can get into the trapdoor, like go after them? Or? You can try. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can make an athletics or an acrobatics check to try and jump and climb up through the trapdoor. Of course you can. So... We've been we're in the torture chamber, raised up into the prison up. chambers, upper level, oh, and then the next okay. six seconds it so, raises you up again. Okay, in the prison chamber, yeah. Am I able to try and dispel magic? Uh, no, because you are technically paralyzed by this. The Constitution save was to try uh, and break free of the paralysis. So okay. no, unfortunately not. 
because um, you need verbal and somatic to be able to undo that, correct? Mm. To kind of spell? I believe it is verbal and somatic. Let's have a quick look. That's a good question. Um, yeah, I, I think when you're paralyzed- Semantic, you somatic, so you yeah. need to be able to move your hands, yeah. Sorry, buddy. That was the con, that was the con save. Um, you guys watch Baldor, Shana, <laughs> and Jin as this orb lifts you up, you can see that you are standing in an open area. Massive high walls around you, archways and columns creating this incredible white temple, this courtroom almost. But at the far end where once there were a series of stone dioceses, probably where once the, the elder dragon sat, a black dragon lounges lazily across, missing its front left leg its tail sweeping across the room. Around it, various dragonborn dressed in a mixture of the Cult of the Dragon regalia, the purple and black robes, as well as some children of Tiamat, dragonborn dressed in much more simple clothes with a five-clawed dragon mark on them. Uh, Yerveth, as you try and climb up the trapdoor, it's a vertical leap of almost 10 feet. You are able to sort of scrabble up and get yourself in position before the trapdoor slams shut dropping you down onto the stone floor below unless you've got an inspiration oh, that you fun. can that you can use you're almost you're so close he does have a climbing speed i do have a climbing you do speed. have a climbing speed i will factor that in yerveth yeah. you are able okay in that case with a climbing speed yerveth yeah that's a very good point yerveth you are able to grab hold just pull yourself scrabbling out oh. through the trapdoor as the rest of your friends are paralyzed you'd like scramble under the trapdoor and then look up and around probably in that moment there's a oh shit <laughs> yeah as you look around the trapdoor slams shut behind you. The orb dissipates and the three of you drop to the ground. Looking around, you can see there are 20 dragonborn minimum dressed in armor and robes, essentially in a, in a circle around where you are standing, in a, a semicircle around you. You're in a small shallow pit with walls sort of five feet high, clearly where prisoners are supposed to stand during trial. And this large black dragonborn lazily lounging across the, the dioceses where once the, the draconic elders would sit. I have a quick question. Sit. Yes. So is Yerveth in, like, I'm imagining he's in the chamber, right? In yeah. between the two trapdoors? Is... Uh, there's, so, the, so there's one trapdoor that joins the torture chamber to the prison chamber. And then there's yep. another trapdoor that joins the prison chamber to the council room. So it, okay. just to double check, if you climb up through that, you are visible to all these people. You are climbing up into that room. Yeah, well, I don't want to do... Okay, cool. I, That's I, fine. I, That's okay. I, I don't want to do specifically. Okay. I, I kind of just want to like... Yeah. I want to be... If, so you can cling to the underside of the trapdoor. Absolutely. That Push is can. what I'm wanting to do. Okay. I don't want to enter the room. I okay. want to be like there and and try and like okay. get in at, a, at an opportunity. In that case, then you have it. As the trapdoor closes, you climb up the walls and cling onto the side of the trapdoor so that you can yeah. hear through the wood, but like also yeah. not in the room. Perfect. You have Kushka. Yeah, Kushka. I, don't, I, don't, I do want to be in the room. That's, that's what yeah. I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. As the orb disappears, the ghostly image, this illusionary image of Severin appears again striding around, arms crossed, looking down into the pit where the three of you are kept. Well, well, well. It seems we've missed some of the little flies with our net. No matter. We shall kill them momentarily. As for you lot, you have a lot of explaining to do. And that is where we're going to end for tonight's session. Oh, <laughs> man. <sighs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> 
Damn you and your stories. <clears throat> that was uh, that was unfortunate on the con saves. Holy shit. I rolled really bad. Really badly. All of you did. Really badly, and Baldur, yeah. Baldur, who's a plus a... seven to con. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. Didn't do it. It's unfortunate. That. That's really unfortunate. Um, but that's the cliffhanger we're ending on for tonight, everybody. So wow. come back next week to see how that's going to resolve. Uh, now, sure. next week, we do have Claire and Michael rejoining us. Um, we will have yeah. Mira and Lockie coming back. Not sure if they want to uh, after this session. <laughs> They've got to get you out of this mess now. But yeah, we'll have them come back. Um, Tom, we'd love to have you back again next week if you're keen to rejoin us again. I think um, Baldor's still with us. It's up to you. You tell me. Absolutely. Done. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. We'll keep Baldor in. Perfect. Well, everybody, that's it for tonight for Dungeons & Dragons. Make sure to come join us tomorrow night for our Avatar Legends campaign, which is basically D&D, but playing through Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, really looking forward to that tomorrow night. It's been a little bit since we played, so we're very keen to get back into it. But until then, stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again next time. And these guys have got a whole week to think through how they're going to get out of this very sticky situation. So that's going to be fun. Yep. All right, everybody. Cool. See you later. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.